0: We welcome you to the March 2016 edition of the Seton Hall Sports Poll. I'm Seth Everett, along with the director of the Seton Hall Sports Poll, Rick Gentile. The Seton Hall Sports Poll is presented by the Sharkey Institute and conducted by the Stillman School of Business in conjunction with our partners at WSOU at Seton Hall University. And Rick as we get into march madness there was a march madness type theme to the poll this year
1: yeah we like to stay current and uh, we conducted the poll uh the started the monday after the first and second round the weekend coverage of the ncaa tournament so we were in basketball mode
0: and before we get into the questions that's always the more popular weekend the final four is big for sports fans Everybody seems to want to watch those days.
1: Well, that's a, that's an interesting thing. Yes, it seems that everybody watches the first and second round. It starts at noon. People watch in the office, and they watch the streaming thing and, and whatever. Um, and yet, the ratings indicate that you know we the, the the tournament gets about a four or five rating the first weekend. It's not very impressive. Uh, but but I don't know anybody who isn't watching basketball that first weekend.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's something that a lot of people pay attention to. That goes to this month's sports poll, and that is, uh, what would you say you're following more closely? The choices were the tournament, the Republican primaries, the Democratic primaries, or don't know. A whopping 43% said the Republican primaries. I would say it's just as
1: contentious as the basketball. Well, there's a lot more shouting in the Republican primaries than there are in a basketball game. But um, interestingly, two-thirds of our respondents said either the Democratic or Republican primaries. Only 20 percent said the NCAA tournament. So, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what that says. But um, one out of five say the tournament, and two out of three say, you know, say the primaries.
0: Don't you think, in your experience in the media, that a lot of the political coverage during an election cycle sounds like sports coverage?
1: Yes, I think I think
0: live because
1: it's live. It's all it's you don't know the ending, you don't know the outcome, and there's scoreboards. There's a big scoreboard. There's you know there's the same kind of thing that Charles Barkley screwed up on the selection show that they they use for, for the big board on the elections. So, yeah, I think it's very much like sports
0: coverage. It's a good thing I'm not in control of the Sports Bowl. That selection show would have been question number one. There is an interesting thing, since we're on the political theme, about which presidential contender do you think would have the best chance of leading a basketball team to the Final Four? Before I give the results to that, which a lot of people are probably guessing in their minds, what's the motivation behind something like that? Is it, is it just for fun? Question. Yeah, it's really just for fun. There's no...
1: No, nothing's going to come of it. We're not going to change any, any minds. But, yeah, it was kind of a fun question. And, honestly, when I did it, I thought, I bet Trump falls under the heading of what how, how coaches have been portrayed in movies and television shows. Kind of, uh, I don't want to be pejorative here, but kind of egomaniacal, uh, demagoguish. Um, and um, that's the way it came out.
0: And someone who is a great coach could have qualities that you would want to lead a football team As opposed to a country, or vice versa, you would want it. It it understands that Donald Trump uh, would be the leader in that, with nearly twenty-seven percent. The second highest uh, was Bernie Sanders uh, with sixteen percent. And I I, I always just want to thank Larry David for all of Bernie Sanders references, uh, because let's let's face it. I need to see Larry David more. I want Curb Your Enthusiasm back. I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's um, it's more. It's it's always fun to see Larry David. And if and if if he's taking the place of Bernie, it's kind of okay. The interesting thing about that question is, first of all, Sanders and Clinton were pretty much um, a, a toss up, um, but among women, um, Trump w- went from 33 percent men saying that he would be the best. have the best chance only 21 percent the truth is among women Clinton Trump and Sanders were in a dead heat so I I don't know what we're saying I I never know what we're saying but I but this one I really don't know what we're saying
0: now you can flip that and say which coach of a number one seed in this year's tournament would you think would make the best president uh Bill Self Roy Williams Tony Bennett Dana Altman uh that's name recognition Roy Williams you know transcends college basketball don't you think yeah absolutely it's name recognition and the
1: truth is both questions are you're going to tend to pick the the person you think well the the trump the trump thing skews the first question the second question is strictly based on who who do i know tony bennett probably finished second because they thought he was the singer you know i mean so so um yeah it's all, it's all about it's all about name recognition but again just a fun question
0: and go over just for the the, the, the purpose we haven't done this in a while uh, the polling is done at random, so the demographics are recorded, but it doesn 't necessarily change you 're not targeting a certain area of the country there There really is no data on where the 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 polls uh the people who were polled are from right yeah we 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 randomly select uh we get some
1: number of thousands of of randomly selected phone numbers from across the country. And um, everything's the results are all weighted uh, appropriately but we don't know who we're talking to and we're not targeting anybody we have done polls where we've targeted for instance the state of New Jersey just for Jersey specific but this was a national survey
0: all right now let's get into some of the more madness uh, of the whole thing and you know we talked off the air about we maybe this isn't the right, most correctly phrased are you participating in pools involving money for this year's tournament a whopping 91% said they were not i we say this once a podcast this is the one where i don't not i i do not believe whatever these people being polled are saying they're lying
1: well yeah and again this is
0: not yahoo has the statistics that can prove it
1: we, this is one of those things where we've polled this on this question over the years and we always get the same results and we always say the same thing it can't be true i suspect and polling experts will say, I think, um, that people don't like to admit to some complete stranger on the phone that they might be doing something that might be illegal. Um, and and probably a better way to phrase it, or at least a, a way to get at it a little differently, is to say, do you know anybody who's, who's
0: participating in a pool? Well, the interesting part about that is the pooling is something that connects to ratings, I would think. I would think that the spike in college basketball's uh, NCAA tournament is head over heels versus its regular season. I'm not trying to belittle the regular season, but the only reason to watch a regular season basketball game is to have an interest in one of the teams. You can watch the NCAA tournament and not have an interest in any of the teams.
1: Yeah, that's probably overstating it. I mean, you'll watch a regular season game if it's between two top ranked teams or whatever, that's when you'll see a spike in regular season ratings. Or obviously, you're a fan. Um, the tournament is different. The tournament is, you know, everybody knows about the Cinderella teams and, and whatnot, but, but also everybody knows about filling out brackets. The President of the United States fills out a bracket. Now, it doesn't have to be for money, right. um, but, it, but every, everybody seems to, anybody who's interested in the event seems to be filling out a bracket.
0: Right, and a lot of these online ones, they do it all set up. It's all free. You can do it with your friends. You can text your friends a link to to join the thing, and we were going to have one here at the Seton Hall Sports Poll, but everybody was going to pick Seton Hall. I was against that, and that's why I would have been the uh, (laughs) redheaded stepchild. Um, Do you think the publishing of point spreads encourages gambling in the tournament? So this is not just in general. This is in the tournament – 48 percent said yes 31 percent said no with 20 uh, percent saying they don't know
1: yeah and again we've asked this question about generally about sports and and specifically about the tournament um and you know again it, it generally comes back with the same sort of results M- most people think that when when point spreads are put in newspapers it encourages you to to place a bet um those same people if you ask them have you placed a bet will say no <laughs>
0: are there metrics though that that connect gambling to ratings it's something that we've discussed in the past it it, it affects the NFL a lot it's something where to me the NCAA tournament is its own animal it's not to belittle regular seasons I just don't see and I look at it from a sportscaster perspective because I don't have a reason to talk about how good Kentucky is I, I find that fascinating I don't think it's compelling I can't tell 50 states that Kentucky's great in the NCAA tournament suddenly everything Kentucky does is magnified
1: yeah, I think there's well, there's no question that gambling and sports have been linked forever. Um, you know the, the, the professional sports franchises and, and and leagues are are very vigilant in policing gambling. They watch the Vegas odds to see if there's a jump. I mean there's this is no secret that gambling and sports are, are, are linked. and yes, gambling certainly creates more interest in in watching sports. If you place a bet, you're going to watch. If it's a point spread situation, you're going to watch the whole game to make sure that that your your bet stays secure till the end. So, I don't think there's any question. And certainly, more money is spent is gambled on big events like the NCAA tournament or the Super Bowl or the World Series than regular season.
0: Do you think sports betting should be legal? Before we give the statistics on that, remember, 91 percent of the poll, people polled said they did not bet on the uh, they did not uh, bet in any way on the NCAA tournament. And yet, we're in this scenario where there is talk about legalization, and that's the whole idea of why people would give the answers that they can. Would this, before I give the results of the answers, would you think that people would not buy into wanting to say yes because they don't want to be implicated as, well, now they'd suspect that I do it? I, I don't, I, I try to avoid coming up with a rationale
1: for why people give their answers, but Yeah, as I said, I suspect that people don't want to admit that they might be doing something illegal to some complete stranger on a telephone.
0: To that end, 63% said, yes, the sports betting should be legal. Uh, Nearly 29% said, no, it shouldn't, with just 8% saying uh, no. Were you surprised by that number?
1: Not really. No, I think, again, over the years, we've seen that people are in favor of sports gambling, sports betting. Um, The previous question actually plays into it as well, which is, do you think that states should be able to to make the decision about whether to legalize sports betting within the state, or should it be federally regulated? And even more overwhelmingly, um, the public said 68% said states should decide, and 20% 20 said it should be federally federally regulated. So, you know, what people are saying is, first of all, let's keep the federal government out of it. We don't want them regulating. You know, you could ask almost any question, and they're to say they don't want them regulating. And secondly, so first of all, it should be, states should decide, and it, and people should have the right to to bet
0: on sports. Well, tie those two answers together. This idea that sports betting would be legal. Um, would you also think that getting it done on a state level? Is the only way it gets done? I mean, New Jersey was working on it. Uh, there have been other states that have made appeals within the state limits uh, for sports betting. It's due, it's tied to tourism. It's tied to hotels. It, it There's a lot to it. However, is there something along the lines that you would think is, this is the only way to get it done, so that's why? Well, it's, I would have no problem if the federal government said, "Here, betting's legal."
1: Yeah, and, and the truth is, what well, it, it, the federal government has made it legal in certain states. I think there are six states that, in which betting's legal. Obviously, Nevada, and the and the simple truth is, you know, Nevada hasn't fallen off the earth. It's it's not Sodom and Gomorrah. It hasn't burnt down. It's it's done pretty well. Uh, I think what people are saying is clearly. You know, and and you read about it all the time, certainly with the with the New Jersey um, issues in the last couple of years, um, there's revenue production possibility. If people think that they can pay less in taxes because there's legalized sports betting in their state, well, it's a no brainer.
0: Have you considered in any past polls, maybe before we did the podcast, anything about Las Vegas? And getting a professional team, there's been all the talk about the NHL expanding. There's been talk about the NFL, the Raiders possibly moving there. Um, has that come up in any previous sports polls? And do you think that might be something that people might have an opinion on? Uh,
1: we haven't asked the question, and you know, I, I would say it, it has come up in you know in discussion of should we ask it. Is it too kind of Las Vegas central centric? Um, but I think I think now with talk of the Raiders going there and talk of them getting other franchises and other sports, uh, it probably is a valid question now. Do you think a professional sports team should be able to play in Las Vegas or be, have a home in Las Vegas?
0: You should also use the Seton Hall Sports Poll Twitter account and ask fans to ask whatever questions they want and see what questions get asked for Absolutely. a season and do the podcast before the results come in. Absolutely. I'm I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> Send your cards and letters to
1: Seth Everett.
0: <laughs> Which upcoming sporting event are you most looking forward to? Opening day, the Final Four, the Masters, uh, or don't know. Uh, the Final Four uh, got 39%. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 39 You're right. I'm sorry.
1: You're right <laughs>
0: Final Four got thirty nine percent. That's because this is the March twenty sixteen edition. If you asked that question in April,
1: well, uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been I've been going back and forth on this as I look at this. Um, yes, certainly thirty nine percent. The the event is going on. It's it, this took place Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week, right after the, the the first two rounds of the tournament. But also, you know, the Final Four is is right at the almost identical identical time as as opening day in baseball. And there's exhibition games going on. Baseball's in the news. Players are, you know, newspaper guys are talking about it, radio, television. So I, I would say, you know, yes, the Final Four has an advantage in that the first rounds just, just took place. But I, I was a little surprised that baseball didn't have a stronger showing.
0: I was impressed by the amount of media coverage of the interest in the baseball game that took place in Cuba. And I thought the key to that whole thing was that it was on a Tuesday. If it's on a Thursday and the NCAA tournament's going on, it they, they, they was very smartly done. I, I don't know if this was conscious or just dumb luck, but make sure if you're going to plan a trip like that. I mean, they had to coordinate with the White House. I don't know if the NCAA calendar was a, was a part of it, but I love the idea that if baseball was going to spike in any way, they were going to do it because of that.
1: Well, I, I got to believe that it was scheduled that way, and I also believe that the president didn't want to be in Cuba on the, the Thursday of the regional semifinals cuz he had a bracket. Right, exactly. He's got to see what's going on. He's got to see if Villanova can beat Miami tonight. Um but but yeah, I think I I thought it was extremely well covered. Um first of all, well covered by ESPN um having the president and Derek Jeter there talk about popularity and you know, talk about approval ratings. Uh,
0: Jeter won the <laughs> won, won that. No question about it. Um And by the way, by the time this gets posted, Villanova will have played Miami. Do I take that out? Just leave it? Okay. Collegiate athletes are not allowed to endorse products. Do you think this is fair? 41% said no to 49% uh, that said yes, it, it was fair. This goes into the student athlete. There have been other questions about this. This has been a big topic. Um, I value the education aspect of the whole thing. That's where I sit on this ledger. I've had this debate countless times. This is something for sports radio. There is something about the idea that they're getting the the free ride. Endorsing products on top of it does kind of compromise the whole idea of education.
1: Uh, Yes and no. I would say what we've seen over the years... um, more easy to sort of identify is when you ask people should athletes be paid a salary in addition to their scholarship it's much more overwhelmingly absolutely not they're students they're not they're not professionals um this is a little different um you know the 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 O'Bannon suit from a couple of years ago was about uh, uh video games using likenesses of players in that case players were in essence endorsing the game and they were receiving nothing for it. Here it's a, it's a you know it's pretty much the interesting thing about this question is men were split yes and no. It was pretty much a toss up. Women thought 52% said yes they should be able to endorse, 39% said no. It was much clear cut uh, that that women thought well why don't the kids, you know, have the opportunity to make some money?
0: Yeah, I I mean, to me, they are making money. Anybody listening to this podcast has uh, student loans to to pay off. So I I have trouble with that kind of argument. However, I thought it was all a moot point. Once you asked, are you more likely to buy a product if it is endorsed endorsed by an athlete involved in a prominent sporting event? Uh, 71% said no.
1: Yeah, but 22% said yes. So one-fifth, one out of five people say if, a, if an athlete in a prominent sporting event endorses a product they'd be more likely to buy it if I'm an advertiser I'm signing up players I'm signing up you know guys coming up playing in the masters give me Jordan Spieth um, and, and think of what that does to the athletes in terms of, of, of them negotiating deals and marketing deals or endorsement deals with products I mean this is I think this is a really very profound number that more than 1 in 5 people are more likely to buy a, a product in, uh, um, endorsed by an athlete is is pretty amazing
0: well the the thought process is is that the athlete uh involvement in sports and and, and endorsing products is a very old school madman style advertising way that in in nowadays um social media Bypasses the need for the athlete.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just had a vision, as you said, that of the old, you know, Ted Williams smoking a Chesterfield right. cigarette, and that was an ad. Um, and yeah, to a degree, social media, uh, uh, tweeting, you know, well, a, a version of um, yeah, there, there's easy ways for athletes to get the word out. But I, I find this to be a really, really interesting probably the most interesting question we had in the poll a response we had in the poll
0: you think of ted williams i think reggie jackson and reggie vision on the on uh, on the entrance to the lincoln tunnel i don't remember ted williams but i've heard of (laughs) him and finally how closely do you follow sports uh very closely not at all uh not closely uh 34 percent said closely 33 percent not closely uh with the very very closely was 18 and not at all was 13 and and again you ask that at the end so this goes to theories of questioning I would think that in March one of the interesting questions would be get fans reactions to uh, the Louisville uh, problems, the the controversies the Syracuse problems, controversies you have those things as but I would imagine if you don't follow sports closely you don't know about those things and that's why this is not a poll that's
1: taken just of sports fans it's a poll taken of everyone so we try to keep the questions um a- again topical but not just looking for for sports fans the reason we ask this is so that certain answers we can we can say we can go out into the into the uh the depths of this thing and find out what sports fans felt about a particular question uh, the, the interesting thing that we that we look at is those who follow either closely or very closely and it's right around 52%. And that's what we're that's really what we're looking for.
0: You know, the interesting part about that is um that literally is just the luck of the draw. Or, or do you always find that half it's always half?
1: Yeah, it's very it's always very close. Yeah, it's always very close. That's one of those things that um you know, it it, it tends to be a little more than half follows closely or very
0: closely almost every time we do it. Well, when we next do the Seton Hall Sports Poll, we'll do, again. we'll do it again, but also it'll be baseball season. The NCAA tournament will be over. The NFL draft will be going on, and who knows what will be going on. There'll, there'll be more presidential questions. There's no question. Uh, the Seton Hall Sports Poll podcast is presented by the Sharkey Institute and conducted by the Stillman School of Business at Seton Hall University. The podcast is produced in conjunction with our partners at WSOU. For Rick Gentile, the director of the Seton Hall Sports Bowl, I'm Seth Everett. We'll see you next time.